Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Okay, so obviously the best thing for LeBron in any conversation is to win a title. I can't believe I have to actually say that. Winning a title would be the best thing for LeBron. I'm simply saying, of all the other options, losing now is better than losing later. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. This isn't even a take. Like, sometimes I realize when I'm saying a take. I'm like, all right, I have, I have, I put myself in this. I've got to find a way to swim my way out of the deep waters. I get that. Sometimes it happens. Like, sometimes I do. I get it, Harry. But this one, I don't think it's that. And this has everything to do not with LeBron or the mindset of an athlete, not what they're thinking about in locker rooms, not what coaches are thinking about, not what NBA analysts are thinking about. This has everything to do with barbershop conversations. This has everything to do with first take conversations. This has everything to do with the way that we fill hours and hours and hours of media with legacy conversations. Because let's be clear, there are two goats in this conversation. My goat, LeBron. Your goat, Michael Jordan. Your goat, undefeated in the NBA Finals. Never Say even- it one more time for the people in the back that couldn't hear you. Your goat, undefeated in the NBA Finals. Uh, yes, Lord. Uh, your goat never even faced the Game 7, right? Like, your, your goat, no, uh, just not <laughs> even there. Let that tell you. You talking about big kahunas. I mean, yeah. so we're ju- we just don't even talk about the fact that your goat lost three straight years to the Detroit Pistons in the, in the playoffs, including twice in the Eastern Conference Finals. Something that was covered in the last dance as a cute part of the documentary as his overcoming story. Like, Michael Jordan got in the gym because they couldn't get past the Pistons. Like, that was a real... We don't even talk about it. All I'm saying is that if LeBron goes to the NBA Finals and loses, obviously, best case scenario, he wins. If he goes and loses, being 4-7 and seven in the finals and losing to either of the teams out of the East will become a reason that on on first take for the next 30 years, it'll be brought up versus if he loses in the Western Conference final, everybody will just forget about it in a year. Well, not just first take. I mean, it would be brought up on Fitz and Harry because okay. Okay. your GOAT would have had seven losses in the NBA finals to my GOAT's zero. So yes, that would give me another... Uh, I'll say another, some more ammo to my argument. Say, say it again, though. You said this earlier, and I think it's the stunning way the argument would be done. If LeBron had seven losses in the NBA Finals, that would be more than... than that would be one more than Michael Jordan won. He won six NBA championships. But if LeBron goes to the NBA Finals this year and loses, that would be seven losses. Only, only the world we live in now, and I, I genuinely believe this, only the world we live in now would take 11 finals appearances and turn it into a negative. But that's what we do. Like, again, the best example of this is the Buffalo Look Bills. You. Look at the, you over there. The <laughs> Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills went to four straight Super Bowls. Yeah. And we have spent generations doo-dooing all over that as, oh, man, they just couldn't get it done. But you want to know why, though, Fitz? Because for some odd and apparent reason, our world thrives off negativity. Now, you're right. You're right. That, that, that's the way our world is made up. They thrive off negativity and things that people can't accomplish and can't do. You're right, 100%. And I just keep thinking about, as a Raiders fan, 
what I wouldn't give. Like Evan, uh, our producer, Evan's a big Jets fan. Evan, what, four straight Super Bowl losses. You're telling me that you wouldn't love getting to watch four straight. Doesn't matter the the outcome. You wouldn't look at it years later and be like, man, the Jets made it to four straight Super Bowls. How awesome is that? No, I would. And you did now. <laughs> that's how you would react. Now, how would the rest of the world that talked about that era of the Jets oh, react? Oh, same old Jets. Because no, same Jets, they, they pissed down their leg. Yeah. Anytime they got to the Super Bowl, people would just expect them to lose. Like, I think the Bills are that way now. Like, I think even the Bills got to the Super Bowl with Josh Allen. We would just expect them to lose because of a team 30 years ago that wore the same jersey lost in the Super Bowl four straight times. Absolutely. Oh, that's powerful. That's the wildest thing. Like, you have to. Denver went through this for the longest period, right? The Broncos were viewed some kind of way until Elway finally broke through and got two straight, right? Like Elway gets a couple of Super Bowls, it takes that that entire stink off of the organization. You know who didn't get viewed that way? The Chicago Bulls, who three peated two separate times. Yeah, because we with the greatest about the, of all time, Michael Jordan. Because we don't talk about the Pistons. We still talk about the Vikings losing four Super Bowls. We don't talk about the Pistons beating the Bulls. We don't talk about conference. <laughs> we don't talk about conference final losses. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, here's another thing, though. When you look at the Denver Nuggets, right? If LeBron James and company and the Lakers were to lose to them in the Western Conference Finals, you remember now, this is a team that had the number one seed in the Western Conference all year. They had the best record in the West. They have a two-time MVP award winner in Nikola Jokic. They feel some type of way about losing to this Los Angeles Lakers that was led by LeBron James slash Anthony Davis in 2019 slash 2020 when the Lakers went on to win the NBA Finals in the bubble as well. So all these things they haven't forgotten, right? On top of having, I think, a supporting cast that can get them to the NBA Finals this season. It's, it's interesting because... What you just gave is tremendous context. The one thing that I think fades over time is context. All we have at some point are the records because we will get to the spot. No different. I will throw myself under the bus, right? Like, what do I really know about Bill Russell other than what I read? Like, I didn't watch him play. I I, I don't know what it looked like watching Bill Russell. I, Same thing with Babe Ruth, too. Yeah. Like, it's like... Uh, right. I mean, uh, I can read Black about people it. wasn't even allowed to play uh, back I mean, then. <laughs> people, people can tell me stories yeah, about we it. We talk about Babe Ruth like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. I mean, but you're not wrong, right? And so, like, some of this context just fades away, and then all you have are just sheer numbers. And the number seven in the loss column, man, that would just be, ooh. Uh, in my mind, I'm not sure how anybody gets around that. Like, even even me with LeBron as my goat would have to look at it and say, that's not a glorious win percentage, no matter how you lost them uh, those finals. If you're four and seven in the finals at that point, that, that is not a glorious win percentage. Let's uh, we, we got people hanging on. Uh, Curtis in North Carolina. Let's see what Curtis says here. Curtis, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? What's good, fellas? Living that What's dream. What's up, Curtis? Hey, Fitz. Okay, before I get to Fitz, HD, we, we on the same page. MJ's the GOAT, right? That's right. But, but Fitz, why we don't need to talk about the loss because they're going to win the finals. I, I said this two months ago. People thought I was on fentanyl. So let's put it like this. If LeBron, if LeBron not only wins the finals against most likely Boston to take the 18th chip, which is the most chips in NBA history, with a team that started out 13th in the West and won the scoring title in his 20th season, like, 
right now he's playing with house money. If he loses, whatever, he'll still be number two. But if, if he does all of that in one season, I can't argue with a lot of people that, that claim him as, as their GOAT because it'll be more like a 1A, 1B. Oh, whatever man, happens no. this season, it'll never be done again. Curtis, thanks for the call, man. Harry, right now, you tell me, on the record, if LeBron wins the NBA no. Okay, see, Curtis, you yeah, see, you, you, you made a compelling argument that no, did no, not he, That's not what he was saying. He's saying no matter what happens, he, he and Harry and people like you guys will ha- will think that he is no, still the No, the last thing he said is that— He if, wouldn't argue if people believe yeah, him. Yeah, Michael Jordan's still going to be his goal. He's just saying he so wouldn't argue one against one a, it and, with other people. And would you argue with somebody? If I if, if LeBron wins the title this year and I come in and say he's the GOAT, are, are you are you arguing with me? No, I'm going to have you clear it up. No, right, you're, you're going to have me clear it up because to you there is one GOAT— <laughs> And it's Mike. I mean, I, I'm just saying, I think that Curtis might have a little bit too much love for the ability to veer the conversation. Like, I, I think everybody's so dug in now. Like, this is like sitting at the, 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 and I'll say only this portion of it. It's like sitting at Thanksgiving with two grandparents that you know are going to say problematic political things. You can't change anybody's minds about any of it. Like, that's where we are <laughs> at this point with LeBron and MJ. I'm just saying, tune in tonight, game one of the NBA Western Conference Finals. The Nuggets host the Lakers, presented by in. Indeed, coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Let's get Eric and Indy in. Eric, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got on this? Oh, my God. Well, hey, thanks for taking my call. I want to say, man, I always listen to y'all, especially while I'm at work right now. But, um, man, you you said the perfect thing. That seven losses, you can't overlook that, man, because I was getting ready to rip you, like, really hard because – First of all, you keep talking about the Pistons. Man, the Pistons was one of the best teams in the league at that time. Woo! Not only did they beat the Boston, the Boston Celtics. I mean, come on, man. Boston Celtics won championship after championship after championship. You know what I mean? And then when Chicago lost, who was the champion? The Detroit Pistons. And then who the team that beat the Detroit Pistons? The Lakers. Who did the Bulls beat? The Lakers. Now, I'm not saying I'm a Chicago Bulls fan or Michael Jordan fan, but he is the GOAT. You can't you can't expect the greatest player of all time, of any era, not to be in the finals, and not only to be in the finals, but to lose? Come on, man. Let me talk to him really quick. Say it one more time for the people in the back that couldn't hear you. Who is the GOAT again? Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Just, just, I, I appreciate the call. I only have one counter statement. You're telling me that they lost to the eventual champion Pistons and that should get credit. All I will remind you is that losing in the NBA Finals is actually losing to the eventual champions. So I'm going to give the same credit. Like, all right, they lost to the Pistons three years in a row. Pistons won some titles there. Let's give Michael credit for that. All right, then let's give LeBron credit for losing in the Finals to an actual championship team because that's losing to the champion, the eventual champion. You Sometimes just I dream that he is me mm-hmm. like Mike. I want to be like Mike. I want to be, I want to be like Mike. I think the song actually like goes, Mike. LeBron, if I could be LeBron, I want to be, I want to be LeBron. I'm just saying, I'm oh rewriting it just goodness. now. That's what's happening. All right, there's one thing that, oh, I, I mean, you all can keep chiming in, by the way. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. There's one thing we think the NFL needs to adopt, and I, you guys agree with us. Maybe, maybe we haven't lost everybody on this take. Fitz and Harry, we'll break it down next. ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, the podcast.
All right, my take has gone out to social media. So far, some foul language and also person a person saying ESPN lets anyone on air nowadays, but also misspells lets. I don't know what we can do here. I'm just spitting facts. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, presented by Progressive Insurance. The reason I don't mind the hate I'm about to get on social media, Harry, is that because everybody on social media is going to react to the headline. It'd be better for LeBron to lose in the Western Conference Finals than it would be to lose in the NBA Finals. Without listening to any of the nuance that we're talking about. There's a whole conversation. It's a 12-minute block of which, you know, this 30 seconds is going to get me destroyed. So I'll say sayonara uh, to Twitter until tomorrow. (laughs) It's been been a fun ride. Uh, We're letting you guys chime in uh, to... uh, But this speaks to it. Like, we're having a conversation about what would happen to the LeBron conversation if he were to lose, like acknowledging fully well that the intent for LeBron is to win. All we're saying is that if he loses, all I'm saying is that the conversation becomes one sort of way. And all of a sudden, Evan, producer extraordinaire, the phone lines have lit up because everybody wants to chime in on LeBron versus MJ, the GOAT. Right. That's not the conversation. And we're going to take your calls. But the conversation, this is what's amazing to me about what we did today. We are talking about what happens if LeBron were to lose another NBA Finals versus lose in the Conference Finals. And somehow, some way, it just turned into who's the GOAT. Like, how does the, and this happens every time. Like, we could legitimately just have a conversation about LeBron and Space Jam and if it's a good movie or not. And people will just call in and say, ah, oh, Jordan's the GOAT, his Space Jam. Like, it's amazing. The only, Like, no matter what you do, if you bring up LeBron's legacy, and this is to your point why it doesn't matter if LeBron wins a fifth title, a sixth title, a seventh title, if he goes to 12 NBA Finals and wins seven titles, here. He'll have passed Bill Russell for most NBA Finals. He'll pass Jordan for most titles. It will not matter because people have already formed their opinions and we're talking about something other than LeBron being the GOAT and people still want to say he's not the GOAT. By the way, <laughs> one thing we can all agree on I think here is that Space Jam sucked. Like the original Space Jam okay, is an abomination. So you Chill. might want to relax. Yeah. Okay, see now, you're taking it too far now. The original Space Jam is absolute horrific trash. None of those oh. Looney Tunes voices were right. They were all off. Like, I I realized that because the voice actor died before that movie, they couldn't get the traditional voices. But you're telling me that Warner Brothers couldn't afford to get guys that actually sounded like Bugs Bunny? Those voices are god awful. When it's 20 degrees outside, go jump in Lake Erie. In your birthday suit, oh, go oh, do that. I oh. wish, I wish you said this while we were still on TV, because I would have clipped that, and you would have got destroyed on that as well, buddy. <laughs> no, but don't yes. fear not, fear not. Space Jam, the LeBron version, also sucked. Both, we can agree that both. LeBron no, you and, can agree. I'm not agreeing to none yeah, of that. LeBron and MJ both lost at one thing, Space Jam, because they both lost to the Monstars. Space Jam sucked. Both versions of it. They're Jason right. in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Jason in Connecticut. Uh, most importantly, talk to us about LeBron, but, you know, feel free to chime in on how bad the Space Jam is. What do you got for us, brother? Well, well, well either way, Space Jam is a kid movie, man. Like, for us to be rated it is ridiculous. Okay, okay, well, we're on you on LeBron. Well, it, it, that, that RC take earlier was one of the dumbest takes I ever heard in my life. Are you in a like, hospital, it, Jason? Dude, no, nah, I'm, I'm delivering mail right now. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, thank you for doing that, Jason. We appreciate that. Like, I, I, I love... Uh, shout out to our mailmen um, and women. That, that's amazing. Why is it a dumb take? Like, it's not saying that LeBron's not good. It's just saying that he doesn't have to lift as hard this year. Yeah, but it... Like, 
you understand, like, he's the reason why we beat everybody so far in the series. He's the reason why we took out John Moran and his team. Who's the one who had the game winner? I think it was LeBron, right? He tied it up, and then he took the game over. I mean, you're talking about – so you think that – no, okay, we lost Jason. Uh, no AD, they're still winning those series? Like, I, I mean, I'm sorry. We've sat on this show repeatedly and asked, like, what do we need to get from AD? The, the yep. team is gone as AD is gone. So more often than not, like, there's been a couple of Herculean games by LeBron, but that's certainly not, you know, taking a terrible Cleveland team to the NBA Finals. Like, that's a, the, the lift has been much different thanks to the lift of, I don't know, Austin Reeves. All the role players have had different times over the course of the game area, like, or the playoffs area. I think that, you know, that, yeah. No, I, I, and I get what RC was saying earlier, too. Let's get to another caller. All right, let's go to er, Herb. Herb and Banger. Herb, what do you got for us? <laughs> hey, gentlemen. I'm saying one thing. Jordan's legacy is greater because of Kukoc, Rodman, Grant, Pippen, Kerr. Look at LeBron's cast of characters. Reverse the cast of characters. Huh? Put LeBron with Kukoc. Pep Pippen, Grant, Kerr, Rodman, he would be six for six, maybe seven for seven. <laughs> the legacy depends on the cast of characters. I, hey, that's a good take. I, I, love that we're doing this. I, I love that we're doing this right now. <laughs> what in the hell is he talking He's about? He's talking about why LeBron's a goat, because LeBron's Le- a goat, because he didn't have as good a farm animals. Get right out of here. Like if you LeBron, a- j- stop. If you went to a petting so D-Wade's zoo... So D-Wade's not a Hall of Famer? Uh, no, I mean, D-Wade, yeah, that's Chris one. Chris Bosh isn't a Hall of Famer? Okay, well, and, and, Kyrie isn't a Hall of Famer? Okay, and, and we're going to compare that... that Anthony limited... Davis isn't a Hall of Famer? Well, you and I have argued about that Ky- one. Kyrie... You notice we keep talking about multiple teams and not the same one. That Hold on. Jordan Ky- Kyrie is a Hall of Famer is a great talk radio debate. Can we do that next? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, same More same calls, more calls. Mike in Arizona. Mike in Arizona, what do you got for us? Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, man. Uh, so we're talking about how Michael Jordan gets, doesn't get uh, criticized for losing those Eastern Conference finals against the Pistons. But the thing is, we give him credit because he stayed there and overcame the Pistons on his own. He didn't skip town to start a super team and start buying his titles by ch- tying his, his his future to other all-stars. I, he Boy, did have they Scottie... calling in today. Wait, they did... calling in today. So day. we're just going to forget Scottie Pippen? Like... I mean, you, it, it, he was on the team already. He got drafted. It was part of the process that was there. Yeah, he but, didn't go and start recruiting and bringing players with him. Did, and then when Chris Bosh got hurt, he left there and went to Cleveland where there was Kyrie where he thought there was a better chance and another superstar. When when Michael Jordan beat the Pistons, did he have another top 100 player with him? I don't give a damn how you got that player next to you. Not my, my job to worry about that. Did he have another top 100 all-time NBA player with him named Scottie Pippen when they finally beat the Pistons? He absolutely did. Who he groomed and trained and brought up as a rookie and became a part of that team. It wasn't somebody that he went. He left, and that is all a part of part of the process. I just he don't. I don't care about where the ingredients come from. Like, like for me, if I'm going to go to a fancy restaurant, I don't care whether you grew the basil in your front yard or whether you went to stop and shop and bought it. I don't give a damn. Sometimes like sometimes I, I, I dream, LeBron. That he like, is okay, me. This, you know what? This is. This is really what's happening. Fitz and Harry's presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Somehow we're really going to hear a take that's even hotter than all of this. I, I don't know how, but we are going to try. Fitz and Harry, the podcast.
good take. That's good. Great. Or a hot take. How hot? Red hot. Find out now with Fitz and Harry. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Going to play some good take, hot take, where we play you some of the takes of some of our uh, of our, of our peers. Big word for me. Apparently, I lost it. And uh, we'll tell you whether it's good take or hot take. Quick question, though, before we get into good take, hot take. Uh, Harry, I, I have to ask you this today because tomorrow is Dress for Success Wednesday. This has just occurred to me. It mm-hmm. is starting to get warm outside. Uh, what's the policy for Dress for Success as we go into good take, hot take? You're is inside. It a, is it a good take? What would you say? You're inside. Okay. So do like shirt and tie still for, for like, can I, does a golf It doesn't shirt? necessarily have to be a does tie. It, it can it can be a, sh- uh, a button up, you know, what a, about nice, a, polo? a nice, yeah. A nice polo? Uh, well, I, I, can we wear shorts? Yes. Like, can we wear shorts, Harry? You're talking about like the shorts that they wear in 2023 or the oh, shorts no, that they, they wore like, like on TV when I was coming not, up? Yeah, like the shorts, you know Because I mean? it was Daisy Dukes, I would say no. no okay, well, there went we my wardrobe plan <laughs> for tomorrow. I was going to wear Daisy Dukes and a crop top, but apparently that's a... I think country club attire. Like I think if, there you go. If you yes. could wear it in a country club, I think you could wear it to work on Dress for Success. So we're, oh, looking, at, we're looking at like golf polos yeah. and... All right, all right. Dress uh, pants, still slacks. Maybe a derby hat. Slacks. I sound like I'm a slacks. million years old. Jeez. <laughs> hey, <laughs> where the slacks? All right. Hot take. Slacks is still an appropriate word. Uh, uh, that That is absolutely... Uh, Evan today has so far said cap and slacks. I'm no longer comfortable with Evan Wilner. That, that's what we've he learned. He said today. cap. But was totally wrong about me capping. Though. Yeah, but uh, the less we can have Evan reiterate capping, the happier I'm going to be. That's uh, cap. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, you know what? It's time for some takes. And we start with the great Bam Bam Bigelow, host of Candy and Carlin. Uh, Chris Carlin uh, out here giving us his takes on Jason Tatum and where Jason Tatum ranks in the NBA right now. Jason Tatum is easily, easily, easily a top three player in the NBA right now. Wow, that's a strong statement. It, that's a fair. strong statement. It is fair. This guy is a winning, winning player. I know what happened in the finals last year. I, I don't care. I'll go to war with this guy. There are two guys that I'd take over him right now, two. And that's Giannis and that's Jokic. Uh, Harry, Ooh. that's a hot take, right? That's a hot, a major, major hot take. Uh, like that's a, that's a hot take. Uh, look, Jokic. I mean, right now in the playoffs, right now, just in the playoffs, right now, we're getting better from Jokic. Certainly, uh, I, I would argue that AD has has proven, I think, pretty much everything that you could ask him to prove in this situation. Jimmy uh, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, like he's not even a top three player currently. Left in the playoffs as we stand right now, right? Yep. I mean, I agree. Okay, you know what? I think I think the wrestling tights are starting to get to uh, Carlin's head. That's what I think <laughs> is happening. Uh, let's go to the next one here, and this one, Kendrick Perkins. I won't make any wrestling jokes about Perk because he could slam me and kill me. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, was on Joe and Amber and said this about what the Sixers should do this offseason. If I'm feeling, I want James Harden to leave. I need that spot available. I need to resign Tyrese Maxey to a contract extension. And believe it or not, there's one player out there that's an unrestricted free agent. If I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, I'm going to grab him. I don't care how much baggage he has with him outside of basketball, but I'm going to get Kyrie Irving by any means necessary. I don't. I don't think this is a hot take. Uh, I think it's actually a good take. But not only Kyrie Irving, um, if somehow, some way, they could trade for Damian Lillard, I think those are two guys that that would be an upgrade over James Harden. 
and probably wouldn't disappear when you need them the most in a playoff series, particularly in the fourth quarter of playoff series, as well as a game six or a game seven. Those are two guys that you probably can count on to put the ball in the basket. Now, if you're telling me it's Dame, then this is not a hot take. If you're telling me it's for Kyrie, oh, God, this feels like a hot take to me, Harry. The only thing uh, I'd say is this, like, like I say all the time, you know you've got that buddy that always dates crazy girls, right? Or crazy guys, whatever. Like, the, the significant other is always just bat you know what crazy. Like, you just know that that person is just wow, this is breaking up with somebody that we all know is just a handful so that you can start dating somebody that's even more a handful. Like, I, I can't I can't wrap my head around and be like, you know what, let's make things easier in the locker room. Let's get rid of Harden and bring in Kyrie. I just want to know what that conversation sounds like. It's just Not from just a basketball standpoint, just but from everything else that comes with Put it. Put that ball in the basket, Kyrie. No, Something no. that James Harden couldn't do, especially in a game seven. Yeah, that, that is that is fair. Put the lotion in the basket. It's more my stuff. All right. Draymond Green, Warriors <laughs> forward on the Draymond Green Show, had this to say about the dynasty for the Warriors being over. A lot of people saying the Warriors dynasty are over, which are the same people that said it was over in 2019 when KD left. Four years later, they're still saying it's over. Great. They're always wrong. It's not. Those same people are the same folks that said I'd never make it in the NBA. Those people are the same folks that said they're a jump shooting team and they won't win. It's those people. Ooh, strong. I don't think this is a hot take. I think as long as you have Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson, that core group together... I think they still have an opportunity to win a title. Now, the surrounding pieces is what really, really, really needs to be worked on because those surrounding pieces didn't live up to the capabilities that we've seen the supporting cast in the past do for the um, Golden State Warriors. So I do believe that they still are contenders as long as those three are together. Yeah, and maybe I'm not the target audience on this because I never said Draymond couldn't make it in the NBA, and I never said it was over in 2019. I, I think when you have a core and a coach as impressive as theirs is, I wouldn't count them out any year. Like, would I put money on them every year? No. Am I willing to sit here and say, ah, everything is done for the Warriors? I feel like that's a drastic, drastic... But I get what what he's saying because, you know, Clay had those injuries and, you know, they didn't make the playoffs in in one of those years. And a lot of people probably thought it was over for, for them. Uh, no one probably expected, I won't say no one, a lot of people didn't expect them to win the NBA Finals a year ago. Right. I know that. Yeah, no, that, that's 100% true. Also, Draymond's always got a chip on his shoulder. That's what makes him Draymond, right? So uh, I'm not surprised he processes it that way. Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst, had this to say on Get Up about what this title this year would mean for this version of LeBron James. It's kind of like his least impressive championship, mm. if, if you're asking me. And it's because it's because beating the Thunder was the least it's, impressive it's, championship. Well, in the sense though, in, in beating the Thunder, that was the championship LeBron James had to go out and win. Yeah, but right. That was the championship. Yeah, that was the championship you had to assemble a team to to win. And even though Dwayne Wade was the leader of that team, LeBron James was the best player in the world. Right. LeBron James ain't the best player in the world anymore. I here here's the thing about this take. I understand what R.C. is saying. When you look at the Los Angeles Lakers right now, LeBron James doesn't have to be that driving force, that ball-dominant guy that he was on all those other NBA championship teams that he that he was on. You have a guy in Anthony Davis that can take some of the slack. You have the offense that can be ran um, with Austin Reeves as the point. You have a guy in D'Angelo Russell that can make baskets. And on top of them playing defense at a very, very high level in this playoff. So I, I – I think the the wording got 
it's being misconstrued by a lot of people, I, I believe so. Yeah, I think you can say that, hey, this is the least impressive whatever, but that's also because everything else has been so impressive. Like, exactly. uh, Harry, how much, like, uh, when, when you're in shape, how much can you what leg press? How, how many pounds can you leg press? I can squat. Thank about you. 550. 550. You can squat 550. All right. So what's a bad day squatting for you? A bad day squatting for me is that if I can't get like 425 10 times. All right. So I'm saying that very specifically because you might walk out of the gym after squatting 425 10 times and say, man, that was not my best day. We both know that my skinny ass chicken legs wouldn't even make it up and down once before I would collapse on the floor. So, like, I just take a little context. Sometimes your worst squatting day is still better than everybody else's. The worst of LeBron's championships can still be a great run. It just means that context. He's had other championships that were tougher. Like, I don't think that's some glorious hot take. I think RC was, RC was actually spot on with that one. Well, I'm glad you said, uh, you know, about my workouts. Now, that's not me nowadays squatting no 550. Now, that's no, no, I mean, I these legs are shaped like a stripper, baby. I mean, if I'm getting that thing on my back they shake it like a stripper what? I mean, what? I'm just, hey yo I, you know what I, <laughs> I, I still believe in you uh, 550 uh, squatting you can do it squat it like it's hot alright uh, speaking <laughs> of hot you think that LeBron take is hot now nah. how about a LeBron fact just an absolute it's not even a take take implies opinion is involved there is a fact about what LeBron is facing from now to the end of the playoffs that you will hear next Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app Fitz and Harry, the podcast. One, two, three. Three, three, three. Three is a magic Every time we talk about Michael Jordan, all we talk about is, well, he never lost in the finals every stinking time. Have we ever talked about the fact that, I don't know, he did lose three consecutive years in the playoffs to the Pistons, including nope. twice in the conference finals? No, we don't talk about that at all. Every time we talk about the Buffalo Bills in the 90s, what do we talk about? Four straight Super Bowl losses, and we talk about them like they're absolute trash. The way these things work, if LeBron goes to the NBA Finals and loses, he will be 4 and seven in his finals appearances which means for the rest of his life Stephen A is going to be sitting up there on first take telling you well he lost seven times in the finals if he doesn't get there if he loses in the western conference it's a plucky effort for a year we didn't expect this from the Lakers everybody will champion it if he goes to the finals and loses it'll actually be worse for the long term legacy conversation that we all hate about LeBron than it would be if he gets to the finals and he loses this isn't even a take it's just a Three hours later. Honestly, sometimes when I hear my takes back, I think, oh man, you really, you stepped in one there. Big old pile of one. But you know what? The more I hear it, the more I realize, God, I'm brilliant today. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel Lady, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. So, you know, Harry, I was scrolling on Instagram during our break. I was looking to see, you know, social media, seeing what my replies were looking like. I was looking mm-hmm. to see if we posted that video on Instagram. And maybe maybe Instagram always listens, 
But, you know, it just happened to pop up a story from yesterday from LZ Granderson, who writes for the LA Times. Uh, you've always been around ESPN and uh, love LZ, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the post that came up on my Instagram. Not that Instagram's always listening to our show, but this is the post. And this is his writing. To some, going 4-6 and six in the finals is a demerit on LeBron's record and shows why Jordan, who went 6-0, and is the better player. For me, dinging James for that is stupid. There are only three NBA teams with more finals appearances than LeBron James. And the Bulls ain't one. Whoo! This is what I'm talking about, though. Do you think about it? Even yet, that's from the LA Times yesterday. I didn't see that Excuse at the me? time. Well, I mean, even, <laughs> but like, it just speaks to the fact that the LeBron debate, the minute he got a one in the loss column, that's what everything became about because, because Michael no, has no. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say the minute he got the one in the loss column. I said, I would say. The minute it started to become a habit of having losses in the lost column, that's when the conversation about LeBron James and Michael Jordan, when it came to him being six and zero in the finals, started to arise. If he were six and four instead of four and six, I still think people would be saying he lost four times. Like remember with Brady, there was this period where Brady in the beginning was constantly being compared to Montana because Montana never lost the Super Bowl. So you know you got to put Montana at the list. It took Brady getting not just past Montana but like so far past Montana that it was just a different stratosphere for the number of finals appearances. What's difficult for this for for LeBron and the reason I said what I said earlier is because everything that LeBron does now is ammunition for the LeBron debate that will happen later. And it's the weirdest part of of LeBron. We saw it earlier in the show. As much as we joke about it, we saw it earlier in the show. All we had to do was say LeBron MJ, and all of a sudden we end up with wild phone lines full, right? Everybody wants to use the LeBron record for or against him in some ways, and that's why it's weird that a finals appearance carries so much weight if it doesn't go right. But I got to say this, though, Fitz, because... I think we do got to give LeBron a lot of credit for having four NBA championships because yeah. not many people can just – it's a ton of people that played in the NBA, right? But how many people can actually say they have four NBA championship uh, rings? I, I don't think it's a, lo- a long list of, of guys that can make that claim, right? So we do have to give him a lot of credit for being able to win those four rings. I just don't like the six losses on his record. Yeah. I, 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 I don't. And I would, rather, I would rather see him have a winning record in the finals versus a losing record in the finals. I, I, those are all very real portions of it. By the way, as you've mentioned a couple of times, uh, MJ's your GOAT, but you still love LeBron. Uh, I do. LeBron is my GOAT, and I still love MJ. Uh, let's get Corey in here. I think we have Corey uh, in Dallas. Corey, thanks for calling the show, man. What you got? Uh, well, I just had a couple of couple of points to make. Just uh, Jerry West, you know, he went to the finals nine times and only won one time, and he's the logo. And I don't think we look at even though he may not, we may not look at him as a great. It, it, it still takes nothing away from getting there nine times in fourteen years that he played. I think that's we should all revel in that. We should also revel in the point that LeBron James has been in the league for twenty years and he's been to the finals ten times. So that means it's a fifty percent chance I get to the finals. And that is a very good thing. It's a totally different legacy than Mike because with Mike, what you had was. He, he lost seven times for seven years. I'm a Mike fan. I love Michael Jordan. He's number one. But when you go the first seven years, and then he, he won three, he left, came back, won three, and left again. At 40 years old, what we're seeing from LeBron James is uh, something that we'll never see again because he's played 20 years. Yeah, and I don't well, disagree. I, I would say this. If, if 
I honestly feel like if Michael Jordan doesn't, you know, have those two years away, that, that the Bulls would have been 8-0 in the finals. Yeah. I honestly believe that. I mean, I think most most people do, right? Like, there's just a, a concept about how good the Bulls were even in those years without Mike and, and where they would have been with MJ. I think there's a what might have been sort of moment around that. You know, the opportunity to win eight straight would be forever seen some kind of way. I, I don't think, you know, to the conversation about Jerry West, it only speaks to the fact that what we have are so many different, like different eras have different goats and different goats have different styles and different styles make for different dishes, right? Like it's yeah. just it, sitting here trying to compare some of this. Like I think it's a great point that LeBron has played so long. That's why you and I joke about the Michael Jordan LeBron comparison because like, it's like walking into a restaurant and asking if you should order the dessert or the steak. Like, they're wildly different things. They're different styles. They're different players with different legacies. Who, who was Jerry West losing those finals to? A lot of them he lost to Bill Russell, right, in the Boston Celtics? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all Harry has to say about Jerry West. Uh, I, look, the the greater point here is still going to be that anything that happens moving forward will be used for or against LeBron, no matter what, because that's the world we live in. Game one of the Western Conference Finals. Obviously, you don't want to miss it. Uh, that's going to be coming at you, and we'll react to it. Coverage begins tonight at 8 p.m. rate uh, Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Kenny and Carlin going to keep breaking it down for you next. Thanks for hanging out with Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Listening to the Fitz and Harry podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio, and you can watch on the ESPN app.